Hello, this is Shelby. Shelby, it's Tony and Ryan. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hello, how are you going? Oh, we're well. I mean, but we'd be even better if you could approve this podcast. Oh, I suppose just for today I will approve this podcast. We only needed one day, so that's perfect. Oh, Shelby, whereabouts are you? What are you up to? So I'm just out for coffee and some brunch. I live in Wollongong. We also appreciate the commitment to taking this call um, while you're at brunch. Yeah. Like, Thank you. It is like it's a huge commitment, I will be honest. It, it is. I wouldn't take a phone call when I was at brunch. I, went, I actually went out for breakfast this morning and do you know the biggest fucking social faux pas is like your phone being like on loud at all and the girl is like taking out order and my phone goes off and it wasn't even a call, it was my fucking alarm. <laughs> because I woke up way earlier than I was supposed to and we're sitting at breakfast and my phone's like... And she's like, hey, I think your phone's ringing. And I look at it, it's like, wake up, Tony. Like, fucking hell. Imagine if they dropped, like, oh, someone's popular. (laughs) (laughs) Or I, like, pretend it's a call. I'm like, I'm so sorry, this is my agent. (laughs) (laughs) Is your agent a marimba? (laughs) Hi, it's Shelby from Wollongong, Australia, and I approve this podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Welcome to the Tony and Ryan podcast. Welcome. Hump day. Welcome to hump day. Hump day in more ways than one. Close. Almost. You okay? Almost a good joke. Wednesday is normal or nah. (laughs) Is it? And I've got a speed round. I've got a bunch here. Is it normal or nah day? Don't we just do normal or nah whenever? Is it always happening on Wednesday? Have you been on the Wednesday episodes for the last 15 weeks? I guess it is, isn't it? We don't guess it is. It's written in paper. Yeah, okay. <laughs> normal or nah, Wednesday. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, normal or nah, having a mild meltdown when someone throws out good food. Throwing out good food does my head yeah, in. Yeah, you hate food wastage. You're a big yep. one on that. I know that you are. Um, I would never throw out good food. I'm going to say normal mm-hmm. to... Again, let having me reread. A, having, having a, a mild meltdown. meltdown. Not, nah, I wouldn't have a meltdown over it. But the only time I would ever throw food out is if I thought it was going to make me sick. Well, that's not good food. That's old food. And oh. let me tell you about so my then, way of dealing with things. Okay, yep. I have a mild meltdown if someone throws out good food or okay. if just like, oh, I won't have that, just chuck it out. Big waste. So okay. what I do yep. is I put it in a container then I put that container in the fridge. Then I let it go old and mouldy for two weeks. And then you don't feel guilty about throwing it out. Well, I'm not throwing out good food anymore. I'm throwing out old mouldy food. That is an incredible strategy. And I think that you maybe have done your PhD in strategy because that is amazing. Thank you very much. I yeah. appreciate that. But you're also, it's good for the mental health. 
because you don't then have the meltdown because you go, no, 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 I'm doing my bit for the environment. I'm going to put this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't waste money on this food. I'm a good person. Although the meltdown does happen when you open the fridge and there's no room for anything because it's just full of containers. <laughs> full of Tupperware stuff. of old food. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say nah, but it isn't, I don't like throwing out food either. And I always get really angry with myself when all of the, like, bits of stuff that we didn't get to or... Do you cook enough to have, like, leftovers for lunch the next day and stuff? We used to do that, but now we only cook enough for dinner and we do, like, salad sandwiches for lunch. Oh, very healthy. Yeah. Sometimes. Then you just order Uber Eats. No, we actually pretty much always have sandwiches. Oh, nice work. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh... Now, I can't really comment on this normal or nah, oh, and okay. you'll know why. Okay. But this was put into the group. Normal or nah, putting your bra on by doing it up first, then pulling it over your head and squishing your boobs in. What the fuck? Nah. Never? No. That sounds like how a child would put on a brassiere. Well, I... W- a child's wearing brassiers. A brassiere. Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe when you first start wearing a bra, you'd maybe do that. This, I don't want to out them. But Please do, because that is stupid. <laughs> She's saying that that's, that's Say their everyday. Name. Say their name. I will not. That is so dumb. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. What I, do you mean? Like, they can't, like, do the clasp up at the back, like, with their hands behind their back? I don't believe so. So it's easier for them to just clip it up and pull it over the top and then flop them in. When I first started wearing bras with a, like, clasp at the back, Mm -hmm. there would be, like, I remember my sister being like, oh, there's, like, an easier way if you, like, clasp it together and then then spin it and then just put your arms through the... So do you do that? No, I don't do that because I'm an adult. (laughs) But when she told me that and I'd first started wearing bras and it's kind of hard to, like, a bit tricky to, like, manoeuvre yourself around... Um, that was, you know, but I don't do that. I just put it on and then. What I love. I also wear bralettes a lot that don't have a clasp. Yeah, right. Mm. Is that just save everyone the hassle? I guess so. Is it such a, like a, a teen movie or like a young boy thing where it's like, oh, like trying to take the girl's bra off and the guy has no idea how to do it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. um. Go on. I feel like we've all. <laughs> Been in a situation where you're like, do you want me to just fucking take it off? <laughs> you've had your chance. You've had a good crack. And I ain't here to judge, bro. So we know what we're doing in here, but let me just give you a hand there, bud. Yeah, because it actually becomes awkward that you're, like, making out with someone and they're just, like, fucking punching you in the back <laughs> trying to, like, manoeuvre your bra off and it's like, I'd actually, can I just do it? Yeah. yeah. Or and the, But you try and say it in a nice way so that they don't feel bad. So you go, oh, oh let me take it off or something. But... There is nothing more fucking uncomfortable (laughs) and it's like the longest 45 seconds with them like fingering you in the fucking spine (laughs) because they can't get your bra off and you're like trying to kiss them. Okay, uh, how about I just take care of it? I'd rather you spent your time trying to get yourself into somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Can I also note that um, I love it when people submit their normal or nice because it's a great way to get validation when you're like, I think I do something weird. Yeah. And then someone goes, no, mate, that's totally normal. So everyone puts theirs in and they're like, me too, me too, me too. And this person's like, yeah, does anyone else put their bra on and squish it? No. No. No support for you. (laughs) (laughs) Literally and figuratively. Can you do the the one-handed bra undo? I was just thinking when we were joking about that, that... Because that was one of my talents. Really? Yeah. 
So we'd be sitting, like, we'd be, like, at school or hanging out as friends or whatever, and I'd be like, yeah, I can do a bra one-handed, and, like, I would go to my friends and I would just, like, unhook their bras, which is probably bullying or sexual harassment. I was going to say... But um, as a female to another female, I wasn't trying to have sex with them. I was just like, ha, how funny is that? So it probably still is. Yeah, it still definitely (laughs) is. Yeah, it still definitely is, yeah. Uh, But, Your Honour, I'm a girl. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't mean to. Did they know you were trying to do that? Oh, it was like as a joke. I would be like, yeah, I can undo a bra one-handed. Boys are idiots. Pop right out. I couldn't tell you the last time I was in that situation. I feel like people listening are thinking that I'm about to say, oh, do you want to do mine? No, well, that's not going to happen. No, it isn't. It's not going to happen. But that's where I felt like it no. sounded like it was going. And I'm it's not going not, there. It's not happening. That's not where I'm going. My bra is covered. I don't know if it's because the type that Bridget has or when we go to like... She wears bralettes a lot as well. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> joke's on you, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just also think that when you... When you've been in a relationship, like you guys are married, you've been together for a long time. It's I not don't. That sexy, we're taking each other's clothes off. It's like, yeah. we're doing this, right? I love. Yeah, like, but it's also just not that like making out thing. Yeah. Do you remember like being a teenager or, mm-hmm. you know, like early uni days or whatever, and you would make out with someone for ages? Disgusting. Like, you would literally just sit there and kiss. What a waste of fucking time. What a waste of time. God, I could probably speak three languages if I hadn't have been kissing boys. <laughs> well, you would have put your time into that instead. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, do you want to make out? Mm, no, I'm learning Spanish. No, I'm doing my Duolingo today, so it's not going to work for me. <laughs> Come over here and I'll show you me French. <laughs> <laughs> put right. your baguette in me. <laughs> Next normal or nah? Kicking the ice cubes under the fridge when you drop them instead of picking them up. Normal. Very normal. In fact, if you pick them up, what are you going to do with them then? Put them in the sink, I guess. Wash the hair off them? Oh, no, you're going to put them in the sink. I'm not reuse them? No. What do they do in the sink then? They, they just melt, but it's just like water in the sink. Oh, instead of on the floor. Instead of on yeah, the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, because I thought the alternative was like still use them. No, the alternative is like not leave them on the floor and put them in the I mean, it's all sink. hyperbole because we're both kicking them under the fridge, so. Hyper, hyper, hypothetical. Yeah. What's hyperbole? Couldn't One of my favourite words, but what does hyperbole Great mean? Great word. Couldn't tell you. Oh, is it like a a, a myth or a lie? Like, no. oh, that's hyperbole? So hyperbole is like um, exaggeration, oh. <laughs> like an exaggeration, I guess. Like oh, like a bit of mayo on yeah, that story. Yeah, like add a bit of GST. Oh, somebody posted in the group the other day, what is GST? So in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang, on, hang on a second. Is Tony about to explain how tax works? To I the am absolutely Please, not. Please, Tony, go ahead. Um, what so, is GST? So in GST, in GST, in Australia, like when John Howard was around, he introduced goods and services tax, which is like ten percent, right? Yep. And so the same way in America that if you pay tax on someone, like something, sales tax, it's the same thing, right? Yep. Um, and so. When I say, oh, added a bit of GST, it's like, oh, you fucking like. Added a bit extra to that story. Yeah, you've like, you've cut the ticket twice kind of thing. Like you're scraping a bit off the top a bit. Like. It's just a. Um, but I don't know how to explain it as Explaining GST. a saying that no one understands by saying other sayings that also no one understands. Oh, yeah. Because I'm just clipping the ticket. That doesn't make you're sense. Like, explain that one. So then if I understand that, I'll yeah. understand the GST. So joke. clipping the ticket, me. <laughs> Hey, it's Shelby from Wollongong, Australia, and you're listening to Tony and Ryan. 
This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A massive thank you to a few of our champion tappers over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Tony and Ryan. David Eats Berries, not a real name, we're not convinced. Uh, Hannah Gordon, Brady Jeffrey, and Bella Carlini Rath. Thank you so much for your support and buying our exclusive content. It's an absolute pleasure to have you in our welcome community. Tony would take your bra off. I would, with one hand, but I would ask for consent because we know that now. <laughs> hey, Tony. That's my name. Don't wear it out. I'll wear you out. Oh, hello. That sounded aggressive. I don't know how I feel about yeah. that. Yeah. Have you ever been sent an email, a DM, or a text that was about you but not necessarily supposed to be to you? Or have you ever accidentally sent a text about someone to that person? Oh. Well, can you imagine how much you would just die in that moment where you realised? Yeah, I I have been, I don't think that's ever happened to me, but I have been with somebody when they received a very aggressive message about them. That wasn't supposed that to be to them. That wasn't supposed to go to them. Um, that was real and that was like, fuck, it's obviously, you know, when someone's like, oh, I don't think they like me. You're like, oh, I bet they do. But it literally, the facts yeah. of them. <laughs> like they clearly them. do like, not. Oh, they don't like me. I'm like, the, yeah, they don't. They've said it because that was supposed <laughs> to go to their mum and it's gone to but you instead. Let me read the caption of this TikTok. Oh. Yeah, breakups hurt and stuff. But have you ever been accidentally CC'd on HR emails talking about why they don't want to hire you? Fuck off. So this guy in New York was down on his luck and it I've since learned, like, he was really having a tough time. Oh, no. He applies for this job. Yep. And the HR manager is emailing, like, the recruiting coordinator or whatever yeah. and they accidentally CC'd him being like, this guy's rubbish, let's oh, reject him was instantly. Was it actually that aggressive? That blunt, yeah. It wasn't oh, like a... Fuck. Dear Samantha, it, here's a. It's just. It wasn't like, oh, he's not really right for the job. It was like, hey, shit, don't give him the job. <gasps> and it just said, reject him. And it's CC'd to him. And so then he oh. is like, oh, I guess I. But he sees the email pop up and he's thinking, fuck, I've gotten this job or I've gotten another interview or yeah. something. <gasps> it turns out that someone messaged him and said, oh, I'll let you know some times and dates and then you tell me which time you can come in. And then no one ever messaged him and they were like, oh, he stood us up. So it's a big brouhaha and stuff. So he's 
gone, do I do the mature thing and reply or do I go on TikTok and, <laughs> and now they haven't told the right story? Go to the TikTok. Which is fantastic. I Because he's probably gotten 75 job offers from yeah. TikTok instead. <laughs> um, and he, I think he's got a new job somewhere else, so it works oh, out all right for this guy. Oh, congratulations. Yep. Uh, have you ever applied for a job and not got it? I have only ever, I mean, I've applied for hundreds of jobs that mm. I never got, like never yep. got a callback for or anything. <clears throat> JB Hi-Fi. Um, but I've gotten every job I've ever interviewed for right. except for one. And what was the one? The very first job I applied for in radio. Which was? Um, a- doing uh, commercials part-time in Perth. Eli, do you want to say the radio station? Yeah, at 92.9. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was for SCA. Um, which so you used to work I used there. I used to work there. Um, and Carl Stepp, who is the head of the studio in Perth, he um, he's a great guy. We're very good friends now. And um, and we got along great and we had um, a great chat and I was the final two and there was somebody else that had radio experience already and they got the gig and I hadn't had any experience. Um, and then he was like, but I've heard this other great job that you'd be perfect for and that was the job I got in Bunbury. Oh, so that kind of... So it kind of led, led to, to a different anyway. job. Right. Um, oh, that's a nice, that's not a, a blatant rejection. No, 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 no. And he called me and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, we absolutely loved you and whatever. So, like, it was still made me feel yeah. good. And we're really good friends now. We've worked together since. And Yeah, that's nice. That's yeah. a nice touch. Um, how about you? Have you been fired or, uh, like, rejected? Or When I finished my degree. In accounting? Yeah, I was yep. more finance accounting. Sorry. Um, and so I applied to all the big banks. Uh, one of them was Goldman Sachs, which is like the big investment bank and whatever. Ooh. And I, I think there's like six rounds of interviews. Like it's really Oh, my God. On. And I think I barely got up to the second one. Like I was a pretty early like, dear applicant, thank you, goodbye. Like just really. Oh, the form letter yeah. of like we can't get back to everybody yeah, that's yeah, unsuccessful. Yeah. <laughs> and so probably less than a year later. I'm doing an MC gig because I used to do little corporate gigs and, you know, oh, a bit, cool. bit of cash when I was at uni and whatever. And the client was Goldman Sachs. Oh. And I'm hosting their kind of, you know, end of the month review thing. And I come in, I do about, you know, five minutes of a couple of jokes, a couple of stand-ups. And then usually we do like a bit of a trivia. So it's like a team building cool. fun thing and whatever. Yeah. Um, it was in a bar across the road from Goldman Sachs. So they're all in a good mood and whatever. So... I get up the front and I go, oh, hi, you know, my name's Ryan, do a bit of gear, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I, I actually applied for a job with Goldman Sachs. Oh, my God. And there's only there's six rounds and I barely got, I think I got up to the second round, so I didn't even get close. And I promised myself that one day I would be employed and paid to do something for Goldman Sachs. And ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Tonight is that night. I'm charging you guys a fortune. You're a rich investment bank, so I've I've invoiced top dollar and they're all laughing and clapping or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And so then great gear as well from thank you. you. Thank you yeah. very much. And then I go, so uh, you know, after I did the gear, I'm like, cool, so we're gonna do a bit of trivia. We'll find out who is really the smartest department, because there's a bit, you know, it's a bit of fun. Yeah. And I was like, but just gonna put it out there, where's the HR group? And they're like, woo, you know, yeah. they're like, you guys are not going to fucking win this. I can tell you that right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> Like second round interview, screw you. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Yeah, so I'm sure that that MC gig equaled about 1% of what I would have earned in the first month if I actually had got the job. But, but I, t- I pretended I was on the high road and the winner there. Probably got you a foot long at Subway or something like that. <laughs> it was okay. Worth it, worth it. Um, the big Woot has messaged through. Oh, I love Reese Wooten. He is one of the greats. And <laughs> the big Woot had to give someone the big boot <laughs> from his work. <laughs> from his work. I can't 
Have you ever been in a position, sorry, just before we get to the big mm. word, have you ever been in the position where you've had to fire someone? Yeah, it's awful. I couldn't. You couldn't. You That is true. You just wouldn't do I it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And I actually, you know how lots of people are kind of like, oh, I want to be a manager one day. I want to manage a team. I want to do. No. no. Absolutely it's not, not for me. No, I actually you. can't think of anything worse than managing a team because I just like to be told what to do. Like I, in a job. But I'm, if you're a manager, you would have your manager. That's true. And they would tell you what to do. Yeah. But then like I just don't want to deal. I like knowing my responsibility. I'll tell you what I don't want to deal with. What? Other people's bullshit. Oh, and then you've got to, they go, oh, can I go on leave? Or Jerry parked in my car park. I'm like, I don't want to fucking deal with that. It's funny that you bring up car parks because you used to work at Kiss and there's car park beef at the moment. Car park beef fucking 24-7 in this fucking place. Yeah. But I'm not surprised. Yep. Yep. Someone that I worked with here, mm. I never actually met them face to face and they decided that they hated me because I parked. I had a better spot than them. I didn't park in their spot. I never even met them, but they complained many times because I had a better spot than they did. Well, I've only fired three people in my life and the person you're talking about is one of them. (laughs) Is that the person I'm talking about? (laughs) Hey, she was lovely to me and she was I never met her. I don't have a problem with her at all, but she decided she didn't like me because I had a better (laughs) spot. She was lovely. I... Don't doubt that she was, but Apparently, I think I just got caught in the crossfire of the parking uh, drama. So this and is why we a, don't want to be managers. It's a high fucking octane conversation talking about fucking parking spots. People get fucking zipped up about it. And they, you're one of them right oh, now. Do you need to take a breath? Okay, I'm okay. Before I talk about the big boot, the big give boot. the big boot. The big boot, the big boot. Chuck it in me, big coot. You don't have to. Thank you. <laughs> Can you take me bra off <laughs> Uh, probably not. I can't. <laughs> Reese Wooten, the big Woot. First week as manager, I had to fire someone. Um, and as I just said, I don't envy that. First week. First week. So they hired him to do the dirty work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> can I, and can I just put it out there? Please. When you're like an employee um, and you think, oh, getting fired is awful, it's obviously the most awful for you. But the person that has to fire you, it's also not great for them. They're not like getting off on this. They're probably having, they probably feel sick to their stomach about it. Especially Unless you're an asshole, yeah. Especially if they're a nice person, yeah. which most people are. Yeah. I had to fire. <laughs> Fuck this does mean. Um, so the big woot, he emailed his boss to go. I've never actually fired someone, and today I have to fire fucking old mate. Oh. What's the process? Oh yeah, what do I do? What do I do? How do I do it? Is there paperwork? Do you like, sit down and say, "Please leave"? Yeah. Like- <laughs> It's like I've never actually done this, and I'm sure in a bigger company there's like protocols, and you need like to lodge a it with HR, of, yeah. and you need to ask him this, and blah blah blah. So he sends this to the person he's supposed to fire. <laughs> Get fucked. Yeah. So the big word goes, oh, hey, Jim, to his boss. I gotta well, fire I've got Sophie. to fire fucking Sophie today. He sent it to Sophie. Oh, well, I guess that's going to break the ice, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, how do I do it? You already have done it. At least she knows now what's coming. Oh, you, in that moment, you would, would fucking die, die a thousand deaths. Absolutely. Like, that would be fucking, yeah. pop me off, I fuck would, off. Oh, and, could you imagine that second where you realised? 
just you know that scene that makes me want to throw up in the movie where the like it zooms in on their face and it's like that oh. moment of realization like you said you'd be instantly sweating and cold and hot at the same time and just feel awful and in that moment you come up with 50 ideas of how you're going to try and not let Sophie see that email yep cuz you're going to go Sophie we should go out for lunch or <laughs> Oh, can we go for a walk? Yeah, Sophie, you've got a spider on you. So he sends this to his manager and Sophie. They're both on the email. Okay, good. Everyone's across it. And <laughs> It's good the, to have good communication in the office. Both the manager and the big woot are so far not aware that Sophie is CC'd. So then the boss replies, hey, mate, yeah, Sophie, of course, got to go. She's awful. Here's the process. You can either do this option or if it's more of a hostile, you can go plan B. He sends that back. Sophie's still CC'd on it. The big woot reads this and goes, oh, obviously option two. Or what, you know. The hostile one. What? It, but they're going back and forth. Stop hitting fucking reply all. <laughs> so she didn't get one email. She, she got, got about 56. Uh, according to the big woot, about four or five. And he's like, yeah, maybe I'll, you know, and they're like given a play-by-play of how they're going to get rid of Sophie. So she's sitting at her desk opening up seek.com.au mm. to find a new fucking job. Sophie quit the next day before I had a chance to fire her. When did he realise that she was on the emails? When she quit. So did she say, I fucking quit, I saw your emails, I know you're about to fire me? Yeah. And you know the ironic thing about all of this? What? He didn't have to fire her because <laughs> she quit. Here's a tip from the top, and by top I mean not that high. Let them fire you because then, then you, you get, get a payout. You get a payout. That's what I was about to say. But don't uh, quit. Maybe it would just be a matter of pride. You'd be like, you're about to fucking fire me. I'd rather just quit. Mm. And we don't know the circumstances about the payouts. But someone, yeah. uh, we're both working radio, all media industries, it's like a tumultuous time. Is that a word? Yeah. They were like, oh, there, there might be some redundancies. I'm a bit nervous. I'm, I might leave. And they I, do it every year. But they're like, yeah. oh, I, I might quit. There's some redundancies coming up. And I was like, no. You wait. If you're not going to be made redundant, then you've quit your job for no reason. Yeah. And if you are, take the payout. Yeah, take the money. And then you end on good terms because they've kind of let you go and you go, oh, cool, I'll accept this. Yeah. yeah you just be cool with it. Take yeah. the money and you never know. Or imagine getting that email. Your, you would, your stomach would drop to fucking hell. I... Oh, getting that email, you would just feel so awful. I don't think I would ever feel more sick than the moment he realised that, and that's coming from someone who nearly threw up in an open house yesterday. Oh. Things you love to see, though. Let's finish on a positive note. Tony, are you actually okay? Oh, I just feel really bad for the... Obviously, like you said, we don't know the circumstances, but fuck, I just feel... I feel awful because the big woot would feel so bad that that had gone down that way. He he does feel terrible, but thanks for sharing it, though, Woot. Oh, okay. Um, My love to see it for today is a post in our Facebook group from James McDonald. Are you joking? And it says... I know I stole your love to see it yesterday. Now, that was on my... Look... (laughs) 
James and Akosa? Yep. Shit. Uh, I blame Tony Lodge and Ryan John for this drunken impulse purchase. <laughs> and most people, I'm just going to, just before we get back to James, most people, a drunken impulse purchase is, you know... Uh, party new, hats, Yeah, fashion. party hats. Oh, or, wear those fancy jeans. Yeah. They're I'll, a bit tight, but I'll buy them. Yeah, or it'll be in my wardrobe for when I lose a couple of kilos, you know. <laughs> um, or you buy skincare because you decide, you know, whatever yeah. it is. But no, um, what does James get? James has bought a king-size metro, a mattress from Ecosa <laughs> and said, I guess this means I'll think of you both every time I jump into bed. I should hope so. Uh, and a drunken purchase of a new bed. I, that is not something that I would consider buying when I was drunk. No, and, a bit, and it's an expensive one as well. But just a, a king-size, he's probably gone, oh, I've only got a queen, I've got to buy a bed frame as well. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily Ecosa have that 100-day... Uh, sleep guarantee. 100 nights guarantee. Yeah. So James is also the guy who, when we did things you can say at a pool party and also in the bedroom, he offered up his pool for a tarpa pool party. It's the same James. What? I didn't know that we got offered a tarpa pool party. He's like, if you guys want to have a pool party, come on over. Where does he live? He's in Melbourne. Fuck off! Yeah. Really? 100%. So then I said, um, oh, well, after I get drunk in your pool, at least I know where I can crash. And he said, well, I got the king-size bed. There's room between my husband and I. Oh, all four of us will fit in there. Oh, you, are you going to? Oh. I'll be coming, if you know what I'm saying. You'll be the other one out there. Nah. Bit of a sword fight coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love to see that because not only has James supported our uh, campaign with Akosa, which you fucking love, love to, to see that. that, I just think that that is such a loose thing to do. It's so great. I would fucking agonise over a big purchase like that forever. I'd go, oh, you know, it, it's a mattress or it's a couch we're going to sit on every night or whatever, and I would think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it, and he's just fucking ripped it, and I love that. You know what I love to see? What? We did an ad for, an, for a COSA, and he bought it and put a photo about it yeah. instead of just saying, oh, it's at the fucking bed of the barber hairdresser. Yeah, exactly. We like to see that people are supporting us. Yeah. <laughs> What do I like to see since you stole my one? Well, I feel like that's a pretty good one. That is a good one. I love to see that he offered us a pool party. I didn't know that. Yeah. I tell you what I love to see. I've got a, I've got one off the top of my oh, head. I've been, here we go. I've been sitting on this for months. Here we go. The guy the guy who does the slow motion high definition cameras on the red carpets. Do you know that guy? No. I think his name's Cole or okay. Schmoll. No, it's definitely Cole. So on the red carpet, he's like, hey, Ariana Grande, come here and do a little wiggle. And then this, like, robot camera, like, zooms in and does this fancy thing and makes these really fancy videos. And then they released a video of him, like, teaching the celebrities how to, like, pose. Okay. Tarpers will back me up on this. I'll put a link in the thing and everyone will love it. All right. I'm going to show you before tomorrow's episode. I trust you. I trust you. That's a great you love to see it. Not as bad as involving the community like I did, but all good. Well, I'm just going to email Tanya Hennessy and see if she wants to replace you next week and I'll CC you. <laughs> oh, did I send that to Tony by mistake before I fired her? Well, meow. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be a great replacement for me, though. I cop it. What would this show be without you, though? Like, why would you bother? That's really nice. But I'm like, but really though. Yeah, I wouldn't stick around just for you. No. I'd Shitting stick on towels and fucking. What do I add? I'm having an existential, extra central crisis. Extra central fucking stop the podcast. <laughs>